the H1B guy here, and today, the H1B guy news for the week ending September 16th, 2022. Today, I'll cover initial H1B applications for fiscal year 2023 still pending, and is immigration reform in 2022 dead? But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. Well, I'd like to thank everyone who took time to join me for the H-1B Guy Live on September 14th, 2022, where I discussed USCIS declaring all employment-based visas for fiscal year 2022 had been used. Back in August, during a few of the H-1B Guy Live sessions, I speculated that all new H-1B approval notices for fiscal year 2023 should be received by September 16th, which just so happens to be today. However, at the time of this publication, many of you continue to reach out to me and inquiring about your pending application. On April 25th, 2022, USCIS revealed that they had selected 127,600 registrations out of a record 483,927 registrations that they received for fiscal year 2023. USCIS subsequently allowed paper applications for those selected to be submitted for adjudication between April 1st and November 30th of 2022. So when USCIS on August 23rd announced that they had received a sufficient number of petitions to reach the congressionally mandated 85,000 annual allocation, it became evident that a second lottery would not be held. As I previously stated, by selecting 127,600 registrations for an available 85,000 H-1B visas, USCIS was publicly stating that they were only anticipating an estimated 66% application rate. By selecting the historically high number of registrations and granting a 90-day application period, USCIS created an even bigger issue for themselves. Too much time. If more than 85,000 initial H-1B applications were received before the June 30th deadline, what would happen? What would be the process for determining the approval allocation? 
I'd love to believe that initial H-1B applications would be processed on a first-come, first-served basis, but I've received no confirmation that this is the process that they're currently utilizing to adjudicate the remaining pending cases. I do believe that for those of you with pending initial H-1B applications, you should have an update really soon. For your sake, I hope it's before October 1st, as that would be, at a minimum, the right thing for USCIS to do. Many of the pending cases appear to be ones that were received by USCIS in June and were ultimately transferred based on the extensive backlog at the Vermont Service Center. For those of you with pending applications, please keep me posted. I'd love to hear your updates. During this past Wednesday's live stream, unprompted, I discussed the likelihood of immigration reform happening before the end of the year. Unfortunately, I felt it was becoming less and less of a possibility. With the midterm elections looming in November and the lack of any real bipartisan support in the Senate, it had the feeling to me that there was just no way that enough Republican senators would be swayed across party lines on behalf of immigration reform. I felt that a smaller standalone immigration bill would have a better chance of passing than that of a larger comprehensive immigration reform bill, or even attempting to include pieces of immigration reform in various budget bills. Several of the Washington, D.C. immigration beat writers, who all do excellent work, began commenting on Wednesday and Thursday that immigration reform as a whole was all but dead for 2022, after questioning many of those lawmakers close to the matter. For those of you that were so high on the Biden administration bringing a welcome change to immigration policy, I hate to say it, but I told you so. It's really been a lot of the same as prior administrations and not much has changed overall. This has been absolutely a missed opportunity for the Biden administration. Over the next week, USCIS will celebrate Constitution Day and Citizenship Day by welcoming more than 19,000 new citizens and more than 235 naturalization ceremonies across the country. In a USCIS press release on September 16th, USCIS Director Urjadu stated, quote, Since the beginning of the Biden-Harris administration, USCIS has been working tirelessly in communities to raise awareness about citizenship consistent with our mission to uphold America's promise as a nation of welcome and possibility with fairness, integrity, and respect for all we serve. Yet, nearly 20 months into the Biden administration, and we've seen very minimal attention to reform on behalf of high-skilled immigration and employment-based benefits, many of which are eager for permanent residency, let alone citizenship. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending September 16, 2022, please check out the H-1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. They'll gladly help you navigate the process. If you'd like to find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Sedesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys 
navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your cost and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. And by Mod Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner MobSquad has a solution. MobSquad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa-related uncertainty remain working with our current U.S. company nearshore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking an opportunity to find a rewarding career in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as eight weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. company or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.